Hey, this is Rodney's rant. This rant's gonna be the second part of the rant on editors. This one is looking at do indie creators have their editors look at their contents visually? I mean, do they have them do visual editing? What would visual editing entail? In this case, is looking for the consistency of character. Does the character look the same from panel to panel, page to page? Are the colors for the characters the same from page to page? Are the designs of the character's suit staying consistent throughout the whole book? Was there a situation where the character might be overlapped by a piece of the background or the scenery or an arm is missing or if he was holding something in his left hand? now holding it in his right. The reason I bring this up is I'm teaching both of my kids on how to edit. And besides the fact that they're really good with grammar and I'm teaching them also how to do comic books flow and readability, I also showed them visual editing. And the way I did that is this a book project that I'm working on right now. I'm working on issue two of the book. And issue one, when I was looking at the lettering, I was catching that there was some lettering mistakes, like words were stuck together. Some, there was words that were missing, um, punctuations missing. And the way the balloons were also done, design of the balloons, they weren't as clean as they should. So one of the things I offered the creator of the book is to re-letter the book. And I was asking him if he could give me the flat images with no lettering on them. Lo and behold, he did not have that. So one of the things that as a creator, when I produce a book for somebody or even for myself, I actually create a version of clean art with no lettering on top of it. And I also have a version of the book completely lettered. And the reason is if a situation arises where somebody might want to re-letter the book or they might want to work with the book a different way or just show some of the art itself without the words blocking it, you'll be able to do that. This also allows you to build your own portfolio. So I would say if you were a person who was drawing, coloring, you may not want to keep the whole original PSD file because that might take a lot of space, but you should always export at least a final version of what you created in a smaller format. I would say maybe a PNG because, and it also, if the creator who paid you for the job is ever needs it again, you'll be able to access it. But back to my point that I was stating, I would have to take all of the pictures and retouch them, create new layers where I would remove all of the balloons and then redraw in the missing image that was behind them. So within that process, I started also seeing that the color consistency of some of the characters' clothes didn't, didn't match up. In one panel, a tie of a character's uniform was white. Another panel, it was orange. Another panel, it was green. And then in the final panel, it was red. So I decided if not just removing the balloons, I would try to go back and create a more consistent look for the whole book itself. Hey, I'm gonna take a quick break. Uh, we're gonna hear about our sponsor. And on the other side of the break, come back and continue. Hey, we're back. So. I started doing color correction. Usually when I color a book, I use one color palette and I will bring that palette over from page to page. 
so I can make sure that the characters stay consistent throughout the whole book. The problem I think that happened with this book, the artist was not drawing the book in a consistent fashion. And you can tell the art shifted even in style a little bit in certain places. And what was happening, I think they were doing it months apart at a time. So you can tell that the art looks different and things would change. But the other thing that was starting to happen too is the consistency of the way the characters look didn't match up. One place the character has a mustache, a beard, and a full goatee. In other places, he just had a goatee, no mustache. So since I was doing the second book, I decided that I needed to unify the looks. So I started going through the book and since the version I'm drawing is gonna have the mustache and goatee, I actually started going through the book adding the mustache and goatee everywhere that I could. Another thing too is some of the quality of the art wasn't as, as clean as it could be. Some of it looked pixelated or faded. So I went back through the book and started inking over some of it too. And I try to get the characters look to be a bit more consistent to what I'm going to be drawing later. So to create a more unified look for the book, I kept as much as the art as possible, but there was also places I was noticing that there were an anatomy mistakes or the way the body was positioned was incorrect. I would then redraw sections of that and replace it over the character's art trying to keep it as much as in the style of the artist. So you can't really tell that I did a retouch on top of it. But those are the things that I was doing as doing through the retouch process. But I mean, you had, and I was showing this to my kids where you had a character's face was being blocked by one of the monitors. Uh, we'll draw the character's face. Another thing is the character's face was a bit inconsistent from page to page. I try to unify the look there. Um, there was another thing too. There's like three pictures of the character's father. Two on one page and one on a third page. And the final page is the most close up full version of the character. And he looks completely different than in the first page. So I went back and made a unified look where it matches the, the final close up shot that you saw of the character. One of the things I think that indie sh creators should also look at or should invest in when you're having an editor edit your story you shouldn't just be editing the copy of the story you should also be editing the visual look one of the things i notice as i go over my work over and over again sometimes i'll see some faces are not drawn very well i have a fantastic looking page and one panel this page is the, the head is horrible and I just did re this recently on a page that I had and I just redrew the whole character's head and now when I look at it I'm like that looks the same from panel one to panel two. They look similar now and it's a much more improved drawing. I also sometimes will have other folks look at pictures and tell me that the person's eyes look like it's a little bit too far to the right. I notice even when I'm drawing sometimes the proportions of the characters are a bit off where let's say the characters are in the same plane in perspective but yet one character looks a bit like a giant and the other character looks tiny. So I'll go back in pages and shrink characters. Another thing I notice and I have to constantly be aware of is oversized heads where the heads are so big on the characters bodies it makes them look almost childlike. So I have the tendency that I have to go back through the art and bring the heads down 
and make them smaller. That's one of the benefits of drawing in using digital techniques versus the drawing in on paper. Then even when I'm inking, I'll notice I'll make some mistakes with the oversized heads and then still be able to rescale and re-ink it so it looks that way. But it's, it's one of the things I think that also matters when you're talking about the quality of a product and you want to create a product that is really polished you have to also look at those things where if information's missing, if the characters' faces are not showing any emotion, if the range of drawings also the character is not looking consistent from page to page, that should be something that you should look at. And maybe you should think of, if an editor suggested that you might either do a retouch if you're the artist or get an artist whose whole job is to retouch just tighten up the look and make it look unified and not change the art which is funny because in in Marvel there was a group um, by John Romita senior he used to run a group called um, Romita's Raiders and what these guys would do is they would go through comic books and fix the art of well-known artists like Greg Capullo while he was on Quasar this was showed in the Wizard magazine where he drew this hand that looked really bad. And I actually remember that Quasar issue. And then they showed you what happened after the team touched the book. It was this beautiful, perfect hand. The one I remember seeing in the book. So even the most talented artists sometimes will have trouble with something like a hand or a foot or something that they just don't draw well. And in time, they'll get it. But I do think it's something that indie creators should look into, not just have your editors working to um, edit your work for the written word, but you should also have them editing it visually. Are your books looking polished, making sense visually as well as they do through either story logic and or through readability? Um, that's pretty much it. That was one of the topics I wanted to talk about in the original that it escaped me because I think I concentrated more about writing and even lettering and the way the words look on the page versus the way the art looks. But in the big two or even the bigger comic book companies, editors are also looking at the art quality and the consistency of the art. And I think that's something that indie creators and let's say indie collectives who might be working together should also keep in mind because it'll create a better product and it'll create something that's uh, more enjoyable to the person who's actually buying it. So that's my rant for now. And as I always say, keep your eyes, your ears, your heart, and your minds open. Thank you for listening and I'll see you next rant.